When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. Thus they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. When I was younger, I remember being a bit weirded out by the animated version of Alice in Wonderland. After reading the sequel, Through the Looking Glass, when I got older, however, I, I started to appreciate the many great ironies of the pair and the different ways they had of looking at the world. For instance, in Through the Looking Glass, one of the things that Alice finds is that she must go in the opposite direction of where she wants to go. This is because she has entered this world through the mirror hanging above the chimney in her house. And as in a mirror, everything is the opposite. While I am now so accustomed to this that I don't give it a second thought, to a child discovering this phenomenon for the first time, how interesting it must be. The same could be said about the will of God. In today's Gospel, we hear what is typically called the Beatitudes. Jesus makes a series of statements that turns a worldly wisdom on its head. For example, the spirit of the world teaches us that kings and leaders should be wealthy and powerful. Those who wish to rule must be ruthless and unforgiving. The pursuit of power can excuse many crimes, including deceit, betrayal, and murder. There are many examples of this throughout human history. Now, I fully understand the attraction of such methods. It can seem far simpler to do what is easy in order to get what you want without worrying about good or evil. It can even seem as though the world rewards people more greatly when they are willing to cross the moral line to get what they want. In the U.S., for instance, we have some very prominent Catholic politicians who are willing to break with Catholic moral teaching on matters like abortion in order to gain popularity and power. Fortunately, God's wisdom is far above our own. Jesus teaches us today that such rewards as the world can give are temporary at best and can often be torn away from us at the slightest sign of repentance or weakness. Part of why Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is so difficult to understand was that it was precisely in weakness and meekness that Jesus conquered the devil and death. He is the king who won the war not by playing by the rules of the world, but precisely by circumventing these rules and playing by the rules of God. The same is true for us. We too can conquer the world, but not by playing by the world's rules. We must live our lives according to the rules, the wisdom, and the logic of God. God is the one who will ultimately grant us victory over the sins which grip us and the death that awaits us. Let's trust in him and in his ways and his truth. Uh -huh.